Hello, Wellness Warriors. Welcome to Mind-Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. I've gotten messages from you guys talking about the feeling that you've completely lost control of your diet, so that you were really on track doing keto, low-carb, paleo, whatever it was that you were doing, and then all of a sudden, for some reason, out of control. So, Wellness Warriors, we're going to go over, like, maybe the reasons, like, uh, why you could have gone off track, and we're going to tell you how to get back on. So how do we know if we've gotten off track or off keto? I think the first pretty obvious sign for me was was like the scale is going back up a little bit. Like you, you, the first thing you know after a month, after two, you're up like 10 pounds. So that's a pretty good sign that, you, um, that you're off track. You're maybe eating more, more uh, carbs that you should. I actually think that when that happens to us because we think we've got it all under control, right? <laughs> it might be, might have been months that you're eating this way and you think I've got this. And then again, like me too, I had the scale thing. You end up stepping on the scale one day and it's just like, whoa, wait a minute. Where did that 10 pounds come from? And it's like, mm, yeah. it's, it kind of freaks you out, right? Because you're kind of hoping it's water, but <laughs> right, if it's not, it can be very scary. Um, um, I think another thing that sometimes happens to us is inflammation. Yeah. So our inflammation can get back and like all of a sudden you're achy and having a lot of pains and just not feeling good, which possibly keeps us in bed longer. So and then we're not sure, is it fatigue, which we also get? Or is it that I'm just in pain, I don't want to get up? Yeah. Watch your skin also like uh like pimples skin tags i know i have a little bit i have a little skin tag on my arm that appeared um so it, these are good signs uh, also especially the skin the skin tags i think like they're uh, a good uh, signs of uh of an over overeating of carbs yeah. yeah and the final one that's kind of was my story and it's kind of like it's gross but like bathroom runs yeah. like when i overeat sugar I, i'm like doing bathroom runs and it's like you know one actually one of the best ways to make sure you don't overdo your sugar is if you have bathroom runs mm -hmm. because i'm like so strict on it now because i, I hate when that happens mm -hmm. so that's another huge sign and the cravings <laughs> that's a, a really good sign if you feel like you need to eat between meals uh especially like nowadays with the covid and you're working from home maybe you're working close to the kitchen uh there like the food is really like uh tempting so so you need to be careful like i i know like i've had those cravings like in the in the past few weeks if you have sweet cravings that's a good a good sign that that maybe you're you're off keto or you're not in ketosis anymore and i would just like to add to that like when you say sweet like, i want everybody to think carby mm -hmm. right even if what you're craving for is some french fries or a plate of pasta like if you've not eaten that for the longest time and then all of a sudden that's pulling on you it's probably because somewhere along the way you've fallen out of ketosis and of course i guess the other one that goes alongside that is hunger like so being hungry between meals it's almost like if i've gone backwards like i was able to get down to like one meal a day or two meals a day and then all of a sudden i can't get through a day without eating three meals probably there's something happening there so what are the things that cause us to actually come off of our way of eating so whether it's keto low carb what pushes us out for me the first i think the first one uh, was a, a, a sudden change in context like like we just like talked talked a little bit earlier like with the covid uh, situation like the kids are home uh we work from home uh you, you don't have the same activities you don't like you, 
for a while now i think like everything is reopening slowly in montreal but like uh couldn't go to the gym could go to the movies so you're kind of like you're confined in your in your home and that can that can be like a little bit a little bit hard harder to manage for for many people i think and like i feel like we we, we see it right now because of covid but it's so sneaky how it's always happening right like how many people that could be doing really well in their health and then they're in a divorce all of a sudden they're not managing they lose their job all of a sudden they're not managing they break up with their best friend all of a sudden they're not managing. So there's any major life change actually can cause us to fall out of the good behaviors that we were doing and it's important for us to understand and know that that's a possibility what about uh, friends or families that uh, actually could could even in some cases sabotage us in, into our diet that don't believe that we do that we're doing a good thing or if for example your parents are still cooking for you they they're not cooking in a way you want like uh, you want your food for example is that a possibility too of course i think like well first of all i feel like that sabotage like you said it could be subtle like i'm just not cooking the way that you want to cook and then so if i'm a if i'm a teen or early adulthood person still living at home i might find it disrespectful that my mom made me suffer but i'm eating something else so i might end up eating it just out of respect but then i'm damaging my health but then you also have the other way where it's like they actively are trying to sabotage you which i've heard of too where they just don't believe that keto is healthy and interestingly i feel like there's one other one that's we didn't say from the beginning but it's like the obvious one which is emotions right like yeah the more upset i know for myself anyways if i'm upset the first thought that comes to me is eating some nuts it's like the first thought to come to me well, it's a good thing because before it was chocolate so <laughs> but it's still not good <laughs> yeah, right because Wait, because can, nuts can push me over yeah. so easily and then i'm again running to the bathroom so but like for me like that's i i did notice that emotional did you ever notice emotional stuff pushing you over yeah i think it's more for me uh it was more like boredom like you have to to be careful about boredom like like i said you you don't have access to your usual activities so you're you're on your couch watching tv um so so yeah i think like that's another situation where like the the pantry is a little bit appealing i want to thank you those. for saying it that way mm, okay because people don't understand that boredom is an emotion mm. oh okay Right? And they think, oh, I was just bored. But like, yeah, but that means you were feeling something and it pushed you to eat something, right? We need to be conscious of boredom, loneliness, mm -hmm. um, these things that come in, rejection, and make us feel like we want to self-soothe. Yeah. And then we end up doing something that we were annoyed with ourselves about. Because you can totally watch TV and just like have a bottle of water and that's going to be perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like uh, so sometimes you just watch your TV show and you want your nuts or if you don't, if, even if you're not keto, you want your chips, you want your popcorn and all those behaviors are, can be quite like damaging on your health. And what happens if the boredom that you're having is not for, is not for something solitary? So you also need to, the problem solve, like if I'm bored because I want to have connection with people then can I FaceTime somebody? Can mm. I call somebody? You know, can I can I social distance walk with somebody? Like create the situation where I'm actually not alone. So next, the big question, how do we get back home? <laughs> yeah. yeah, how do we, yeah, how do we fix it? <laughs> yeah, how do we fix it? <laughs> Indeed. Honestly, it, it's simple, but yet hard to do, right? Mm -hmm. It's getting back to basics. Okay. Sometimes you just have to start over. And now this will depend how far down the rabbit hole did you go? Mm. Right, some people are lucky enough, like myself, because I'm a little bit on me, right, that I will notice changes right away because with the physical pain I had, I can't avoid 
I can't afford not to notice. But let's say, let's say you weren't as swift as noticing that I am. Like you might have to start over. That means going back to really basics, like get past the keto flu again. Yeah, true. So do that detox and then start from there. But even first of all, believe you can do it because like I know when I've gone off track, like, okay, you have a piece of bread, you have like, uh, honestly, I, I wasn't like into sugar cookies, but like just a piece of bread, but it's not that bad. Like, but maybe it is like you need to believe that you can like, that, that you don't need those food in your diet and and actually go back like you said to the basic the 20 grams or uh, uh, or carbs or, or, or less but also means like getting back to tracking getting back to weighing yourself yeah. like all those uh, maybe you can cover all those uh, little things you need to to do yeah so basically yeah. it's it's when we say get back to basis for 20 grams of carbs or less that's every day rain or shine mm. birthday or no birthday like 20 grams of carbs or less and if you start doing that again, what you're going to notice is how much over you were. And so, like, it's so interesting to me that, as you said, like, if you say, oh, it's just a piece of bread, it's not that bad. At the same time, it's just a piece of bread, why'd you eat it? Mm -hmm. Right? We can look at it from both sides of that coin, mm -hmm. right? Like, am I, am I so used to giving myself a way out that I'm giving myself a way out of being healthy? And that's a scary thought to have. And I'm saying it like that because I want you to see it as a scary thought to have mm -hmm. that I'm actually giving myself a way out of being healthy. Let's not do that, right? Wellness mm -hmm. warriors, like you matter so much and obviously much more than a piece of bread. Needless to say that that piece of bread will also push you to be more hungry, to want more bread, to 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 have more cravings for carbs. So yeah, you, you, you really need to get back, like you know, make a plan, write, your, write yourself a plan like you did in the beginning. Like I know we did in the beginning, we're motivated. We, we, we knew our, like you, we knew what our limits were. So, so write it down, like uh, uh, just write it down, be clear with yourself where you can go, where you can't go. And, uh, and then get back on your scale, get back on weighing your food too. And then uh, I'm for, smiling a little bit, but I'm yeah. smiling because you said where you can't go. Right. You, I've said this a million times. You can go anywhere you want to go. Okay. Is it going to get you what you want? Oh, okay. <laughs> right? It's not about where you can't go. Because as soon as you tell yourself you can't go there, you're going to want to go there. Mm. It's, is that going to give me what I want? Mm. So I eat this piece of bread. Is it giving me what I want? And if what you want is taste, then go for it. You're going to eat that bread. And then tomorrow you're going to have an apple. And the next day you're going to have... And mm. it's okay if that's what you want. But if it's not what you want, understand that that piece of bread is the door to... Oh, it's just a piece of this. Oh, it's just a hmm. plan. You're shopping ahead. I think it's a, a really important, uh, important thing to, to, to keep in mind. Do do like plan your, your, your shopping. I don't know how I stay on track because I'm so like, I, that's one thing I still struggle with up to today, but I think it's just because I don't buy other stuff yeah. that I end up staying on track. So it's either there's food in the house or there's none. Mm -hmm. Right. But when there's none, I'm much more likely to fast than to eat something wrong. But seriously, I do see where if I was that person who cooked for people who didn't eat like me, because thank, thankfully, when I cook for my daughter, she eats whatever I make. But like if I was that person that had that going on in my house, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. So pl I, I agree with you. Like yeah. the best thing we can do is plan shop, just like shop, yeah. shop with a list, which I want to mm -hmm. say. And, and plan for your family too. Like, uh, it, it, just, just don't go like to the grocery and buy food. Know, know what you're buying for your daughters and sons. Well, know what you're buying for your spouses. So, so it like it's clear that 
this food is for like how many times like you you had food in the house and you didn't touch it because this was like this was for your daughter so it was clear in your in your in your head that no that's for my daughter you're I don't pulling touch back it. things from way back in history because yeah, that's that's back but when i was <laughs> eating normal like i was eating normal food yeah. and if i bought her any kind oh, of yeah. junk food that <laughs> i thought i might eat i would just label it that's hers <laughs> and that that actually but, kept me from eating it but it's a good trick because like yeah. your your kids might want fries your spouses might want fries and like it, it's when when you when you know what you're allowing yourself like to eat you won't touch it so i think that's cool what you just said too because it's interesting it, it it's a good thing to do at the especially at the beginning when you're not used to seeing that is not for you hmm. Like as soon as you start seeing it as not as for them and not for you, like all of a sudden I don't like I don't even tell myself that anymore. I just buy the stuff. Like if she adds something to the list, I'll buy it <laughs> because whatever she added to the list and she wants it. And you know, like at this at some point, I have to understand that's her decision to make. Mm -hmm. But then, the flip side of the coin is that I know I'm not going to eat it just because that's not going to help me feel good. But I know, like for example, e even when we were like doing low carb keto uh, lifestyle you were labeling that food i wasn't and honestly if if i was going to costco and buying that gigantic container of cookies i was the one eating most of them <laughs> you know i was almost like okay they're they're gonna need that because my my boss gonna be with me like in the next couple of days and i was eating them but like since we've like i've gone low carb like it, it's like it's like you you do like these are for the boys i'm not eating them and i don't like but of course, you you lose your 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 Sweet craving tea. for sugar. Also, that's that that's helpful. But not touching them, so it's a good trick. I used to be that person. So I'm like, I was listening to you talk about Costco, Costco, Costco. I used to be that person that oh, I'm gonna buy her cookies at Costco because, um, well, first of all, there's the three of them, so like they're gonna go through them. But I'm, I was also that person that thought oh, save money, save money. I don't do that anymore. Like if she asked me to buy something, I buy the smallest container of it because I know, first of all, I know her, she wants one cookie. She's going to open it. She's going to have one cookie. I might end up throwing those cookies away. So if I buy the small container, I actually save myself money, but I still save myself money because when she gets through those cookies, her, her cravings, like her, her want for that is, is gone. And she can go like weeks before she can be like, oh, could you buy that blah, blah, blah again? So I feel like maybe that's the other part of the story is that we need also as the person making the purchases to start to question like do i really need to buy them enough to be like that every single minute that they look for it it's there you know is it okay for them to go to the cupboard and say mom there's no cookies i'll, say, I'll buy some tomorrow mm -hmm. and tonight you didn't have right mm -hmm. and this is more about like just thinking forward right if my kid gets used to sometimes there isn't junk what happens they learn sometimes not to eat junk so are we can okay we can sum it up in like you need to get back to basics so yeah. you weigh your food you weigh yourself you make a list you plan in advance yeah i think like with that We're you're good. in good yeah you're in good uh, in good uh, position to uh, to get back on track and it's got not it's not going to take long obviously like, like we like, you've been in keto before uh, depending how far off you you got like, but, but but like what the, the worst could happen is like you you're starting food yeah, yeah, you have your keto flu and you just go through your keto flu. So. And the good part is you know what to expect, hmm, yeah. right? Like you've done it before. So, um, and then of course, once you're back there, so once you're back doing your healthy lifestyle, we need to assess mm -hmm. and learn from our past mistakes. Right? That's the next big yeah. thing. How do I make sure that I stay on track in the future? And 
it's not about staying on track because of weight. I mean, honestly, like that might be the number one thing that shows you like you're off track. But I, I just, I love to say this because I want everyone to, to be an automatic thought for everybody. Wellness warriors, when you are building a healthy body, it's seven years. So if I fall off track for three months, that's three months that I've interrupted my healthy building, right? That matters. But I feel like, it, yeah, it's important to to um, give us give give ourselves the tool to not like yeah. going off track again. Because if it happened if it happened once and you're not learning for from that mistake, like it's gonna happen again. So you need to again write write stuff. Why did I go off track? Like what were the condition? What I what can I do uh, better the next time? I'm just wondering about that, what we talked about earlier. What combination of things caused you to fall off track? Because mm -hmm. you're different than me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, it's like maybe I got into a disagreement with somebody and then the next day I'm eating more nuts. But what was your thing? Was it, did you lose your job? Mm -hmm. um, are you going through a divorce? Like, you know, like did your kid get hurt and like you just couldn't manage because your kid was in pain? Like mm -hmm. what's your specific situation? Because if I don't let myself recognize that oh my goodness like that happened and then i started eating back like i used to eat i'm not going to be able to pick up on it in the future because as you said going forward into the future i might be able to preview like oh i had a big art with my best friend pay attention to what i'm eating in the next few days it's important to to realize like what pushed you to be off keto but also i think it's important at the end of the process to still keep like I'm not, I'm not saying like weigh, weigh yourself every day but like keep yourself in check so weigh weigh every other week maybe i don't know like what would be the the the, the ideal or what would be your recommendation to to check in well i think like at the very beginning you might want to do every other week just because i think for some of us the weight regain can be so fast mm -hmm. but i also feel that the further into living a ketogenic lifestyle you get so it's 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 about balance, right? If I'm eating and I'm eating on track, so, and even if I'm still weighing my stuff, it's even more likely that I'm eating on track, then I'm gonna get into a very comfortable place with myself where I kind of know what I can eat. And so the better that you're staying on track, the less you need to weigh. But then the flip side of the coin is, the more I think I'm laying, staying on track, the possibility opens that I might not be, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. this is where I say like, it's not that I'm saying don't, check in but I would probably like I know myself right now I check in monthly I probably could check in every other month but I check in monthly just because like I said it's happened to me where I step on the scale a month later and I'm up like seven ish eight ish pounds and it's like whoa what happened right so I do I do try to do it monthly just because I don't want to get to two months and be 14 up and you don't see it right I look at myself all the time every well not all the time but every day <laughs> at some point I do look at myself so I wouldn't notice it so checking in at least monthly for me, if you're, if you find yourself stable and you're not having any fluctuations or like minor, I mean, one pound or two is, is normal, right? Up or down, but like, you know, and sometimes I get on and I'm lower, but it's like when you're up like by five or six or seven or eight, like you want to start being a bit more, paying a bit more attention. Although it still can happen as a random thing. It's just about paying yeah. attention. Of course, if you're, if you're up like two pounds, Yes, normal. Say, like, yeah, it's it's it, it, it nor it's normal. Like yeah, it's like, you know, is there a number we could say? Like you said, five, six, seven pounds. So like, I'll tell you, you what. Need to be careful. 
sorry, I'll tell you what happened for me that made me start to be a bit more strict with myself. Like I stepped on the scale one month, I was like five-ish pounds up. And I'm like, okay, it can happen, blah, blah, blah. And then the next month I was 10 pounds up and it's like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> so clearly this is a trend now and it's not just a one-time situation. So then I kind of went and I, when I looked in, like, so when I tracked again, I realized, oh yeah, I was eating more protein than I was had been eating before, right? So for me, it was protein. Um, and I was like, I was really eating a lot more protein. Um, so with my with my fat staying the same, right? So like that was part of the issue. Okay, so that's a good tip. Like the 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 first time, if you're back on weighing, the first time, don't make a big like, story about it. Like the second time, two weeks after, a month after, just try try to see if there's a, a tendency. You get I guess like um, yeah. with with your numbers, and then when you see there's possible trouble, then get back to basic and start weighing. And I just want to point out, I wasn't frustrated even when it was 10. I just mm -hmm. wanted to correct it because it doesn't make sense to be mad at me. Mm -hmm. It makes more sense to understand what I, what mistake I was making and mm -hmm. fix it. By paying attention to what you're doing, you mm -hmm. can absolutely stay on track. Keto is sustainable. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet Patch Out Edition. We love making these videos for you guys. Yeah. There's Patreon links in the description if you'd like to contribute to the production of videos. We have t-shirts. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. If you'd like to purchase a t-shirt to help support the show. Thanks for watching. Talk to you next time. See you next time.